So what is up, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty Fan Podcast. Trying to do it live today. Post-NFL Combine, just have a few risers and fallers. Some slightly, some increasing in stock. Pretty good. So thank you guys for tuning into the show. Welcome in. Before, don't forget to like and subscribe before we get into the video. Going to be talking five risers and fallers from the combine. So stock up, stock down players, okay? So before we get into it, let's pull this up right here. Welcome in again. Thanks for tuning in. Starting with our first player, if you did not see the combine, this player pretty much tore it up. This man was a monster, a beast, and that is tight end Darnell Washington. So definitely one of our guys at the stock is rising. Really, there was uh, just a ton of tight ends. I don't think there was one tight end that tested poorly. They were all, for the most part, just athletic freaks. And that's what you want in fantasy. You just want that athleticism. And they have decent hands, right? They show off some decent hands. They have the athleticism, that athletic profile. They definitely can be relevant for fantasy, as we've seen. So he showed just elite athleticism as well as size. Can't, the guy's a month, 6'7", 264, and just brute strength, moving that sled like it was nothing. Then the most importantly, guys, he showed his receiving ability, right? He wasn't utilized too much there at Georgia, but being there with Brock Bowers, it is understandable. But still, he had... Decent production, 28 receptions, but nearly 500 yards on 28 receptions. I think that's pretty good for a tight end, right? 454 yards this past season, his junior season, two touchdowns. That was 16.2 yards per reception. So that is in the 90th percentile. That, that's pretty good, 16.2 yards per reception. So he ran a 4.6440, which is the 80th, fourth percentile. His broad jump, 10 foot, 2 inches. Vertical leap was 31 inches. That's pretty impressive for being 264 to jump 30 plus. And then as well as the shuttle, that was the 20-yard shuttle. He had a 4.8 second time, which was first for the tight ends, as well as if that if you would have scored that shuttle time with the wide receivers, that would have been second behind only JSN, who we will get into. So Darnell Washington, but right now he was going in the mock draft database, mock, da- mock draft database, right on NFL.com for right now he was going in around the 40s, right? So a little bit after early round two. Now he's definitely going to be moving up in the first round. I think I just there's no way teams see that type of athletic profile and that freak of nature and the hands that even he displayed, if you didn't see it, you got to Google it. It was a, or YouTube, but he had a one hand grab on the, on the sideline there. That was just a great catch. So just showing out at the NFL combine definitely increased his stock uh, this weekend. And going into now the opposite, we have a guy that is just stock is going down in my opinion, after the combine, I thought that it was going to be the opposite with this player. I thought coming in, he's going to come out, going to do really well, going to test well. And after the combine, questions would be erased from people's mind. And this player would just start to skyrocket, in my opinion. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And I was kind of hoping for it. But that player is Keishan Boutte. 
So at the NFL Combine, right, this is a former track star. So we were thinking he's going to come in, just blow the Combine out the water. There's been some questions, right, we talked about in one of our YouTube shorts, some off-the-field stuff, as well as uh, he had some injury concerns. He's already had two ankle surgeries, so he hasn't shown the production as well as the athleticism that we saw early on in his career as a freshman that pretty much made us fall in love with him. So post-injury, guys, he had those two ankle surgeries, like I said. So we really wanted to see him come out, answer those questions, if he has passed those hurdles and if he has that same athleticism. And it doesn't seem like he quite showed us that, right? He ran a 4.50 for his 40 time, 62nd percentile there for the wide receivers, but it just did not seem, like I said, he just had to blow this out the water and he definitely did not. And the, the most, the thing that was least impressive was the vertical jump 29 inches. I don't know how, but 29 inches was his vertical leap. And in my opinion, that shows that he is not past his ankle injuries or the concerns, right? Cause a lot of that vertical leap, you're talking about that ankle flexion, right? Extension bending there, right there at that ankle. So I don't know. It just didn't seem right. It was definitely underwhelming. And the the lack of production for his junior year that we saw and the off-the-field stuff, I just think that I had him think going probably a top 50 player. I just don't see that happening anymore. We'll see. I think he's going to fall probably maybe even – I wouldn't be surprised if he goes like in the third round. Maybe hopefully he can be – the end of the second, but he might even fall to the third round now. So this was just something that was definitely concerning. So definitely stop down after this combine showing and performance for Mr. Keishan Boutte. So now one player that didn't really need a stock to go up, but the reason it's going up for me is I think that there was some questions on who maybe is the wide receiver one in this class. And there still might be that. But I think that this person solidified himself as the wide receiver one in our dynasty rookie drafts, and that is J.S. and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So despite he didn't run the 40 guys, but he still put up some amazing and elite numbers. So he was first in the three cone and the shuttle drill, guys. So first in both of those drills, and really that's all you want, right, playing out of the slot. I mean, he's going to just – have that short area quickness, that agility, that change of direction. It was pretty much on display there for the NFL combine and all the scouts to see. And really that's all you want to see from him because this is what's going to translate to him. You know how he gets open. If you watch him, he was real twitchy, that short area quickness, like I said, and he's an elite route runner. So that route running ability and all that, you get to see why he's able to get open so often and so consistently. And going into the next guy, pretty much that was competing with him, right, is Jordan Addison, another guy that they were thinking could be the the wide receiver one of this class, and he still might be, right? Then there's some that also have Quentin Johnson, who I think did pretty decent also. So in my opinion, this player that we're going into next, it is stopped down, and I'll explain why. Jordan Addison, guys, and I think after after the combine, right, I, I had Jordan Addison as my wide receiver too, But I think after seeing Quentin Johnson out there and both of these receivers, you know, going out there after the weigh-ins, after all the drills, right? Um, Quentin Johnson put on a show also. He didn't run the 40, but 
He had an amazing right vertical leap, broad jump. So he definitely showed his athleticism, showed his good movements in the drills, right? Um, not as fluid as Addison and JSN, obviously, but he doesn't really have to be. He's just a big athletic freak. And looking at Quinn Johnson, right, that ceiling, I just – that's something that's hard to pass on, right, in fantasy. So I think QJ jumps Jordan Addison after this showing. And Jordan Addison came in a little bit smaller than expected, just an inch shorter, came in at 5'11 and 173. So only 173 pounds. Maybe he shedded some weight, which is kind of interesting if he shedded a little bit of weight maybe for the combine. But I think he's just – obviously he's a small guy. But he only ran a 4'49", guys. So for being small – Right and light, light on his feet to be running a four four nine in the forty is definitely you know definitely not that good right. So I think if you one of the comparisons, a lot of player comps that we hear for him is Devonte Smith. Devonte Smith ran a four 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 was was taller also right six foot has longer a little bit longer reach longer arms and then on his pro day ran a four three nine. So if we're you know last year there was a lot of people that were out on Devontae Smith due to the size, right? And they talked about him basically being an outlier, right? You're betting on an outlier here with Devontae Smith as well as Jordan Addison. And if you're going to bet on an outlier, I mean, you want him to show some elite characteristics and not like he didn't show that on the field, right? He's got good production, but his best production too. I mean, it was at Pittsburgh, right? With Kenny Pickett at QB, right? The number one QB drafted last season. So I just I have some questions a little bit about Jordan Addison. I don't know if the ceiling is quite Devontae Smith. Well, obviously the ceiling is Devontae Smith. I'm just not sure he has the ability to hit that ceiling. So Devon, uh, Jordan Addison definitely going to be a little bit stopped down for me. I think he falls in the NFL draft also due to being due to the size concerns, right? Maybe some injury concerns. He was banged up a little bit this junior year, missed a few games. And also during the combine, guys, it, it might be this, but during the combine also there was reports that he had a tweaked back. I'm not sure if he did that during the um, – obviously if he did that before the 40 or if he was doing this, if he was injured the whole combine or if it just happened in something there, one of the drills. But something to monitor. He'll still have a pro day, I, I believe, I'm sure, and he'll run again. But for right now, too, I'm looking at if you're if you're going to be betting on an outlier, you want just – just crazy production and he had that but it was like i said sophomore season at pitt once he transfers over to usc he didn't have quite that production he missed a few games but he still didn't hit 900 yards I think it was like 800 and something yards but the target share if you look at Devonte smith Devonte smith basically had 38 percent target share that was 99th percentile at alabama and his yards per reception 15.9 and his dominator rating guys he accounted for 51% of his offensive or that passing production. So that was the 97th percentile for Devontae Smith. And if you look at Addison, right, he's only got that 23.7, so 24% target share. I mean, that's not that great. And then his dominator rating, 20, he accounted for basically 30% of his team's total pro- offensive production. So not bad, but when you're comparing it to Devontae Smith, it just – it it's just falls short right in that area. So we'll see where he gets drafted. We'll see what the draft capital does. But I think he's definitely somebody that fell a little bit in the NFL draft, as well as maybe a few spots in our fantasy drafts. We'll see how it all shakes out after we see the draft capital as well as the landing spots. Now going into our number one player, this will not be a surprise to anybody. 
But we got Anthony Richardson. If you've heard anything about the combine, a lot of stuff has been about Anthony Richardson. I think he definitely helped his stock in the NFL as well as in, in fantasy, right? A lot of people in their rookie drafts are going to be interested in drafting Anthony Richardson. And I get it, right? This guy came out, was we knew he was athletic, but man, this he pretty much broke the combine. I think it was a four five four or a four four, right? Four 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 forty. Let's pull it up so we get it exact. But this man set the combine record for the vertical for quarterbacks as well as the 40-yard time, right? So they showed a split, too, of him running next to, like, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and he just leaves them in the dust, man. So definitely Anthony Richardson. We'll see. I mean, he looked decent, too, in, in the throwing. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't great, but we already knew that going in, right? Everybody's already heard the completion percentage number and all that. So definitely not uh, – definitely has an elite ceiling, right? If he can fix – some of those mechanics, right? And that's really what we want in fantasy. You're looking for somebody that's just going to have the ability to pretty much set your team off for a, a great, great success. It was a four, four, three in the 40, right? 40 inch, uh, 40.5 inch vertical jump, 10 foot nine broad jump. So definitely crazy athletic freak. Like I said, if you could work on some of those mechanics, definitely has a high upside ceiling for our fantasy rosters as well as NFL teams, right? So I think he probably, a lot of people had, you know, Will Levis, right? Those three uh, young Stroud Levis ahead of him. I think he probably jumps Levis, right? Possibly. And I don't think he jumps young or Stroud, but who knows? I think he's definitely going to be a top 10 pick in the NFL now. Before he was going like in the mid, you know, 15 to 20. Now he's probably going to be a top 10 pick. There's a lot of buzz that I'm hearing or that we're hearing, right, about a lot of teams that are interested in him. So possibly Carolina, Indianapolis. So we'll see what happens. But I think he's going to be a top 10 pick now. And if he goes in the top 10, I think he'll definitely going to rise in our dynasty draft. Some people probably might even put him as high as the 101. If you're thinking like a Jalen Hurts type of player, right, ceiling, I mean, he could possibly be the 101 in our dynasty draft before it's all said and done, depending on the draft capital and landing spot. So those are the five players that I have for you guys. I'm going to try to do a running back one as well. So stay tuned in for that. But thank you guys for joining. Be sure to check out a couple of our other videos right here. And we'll see you again.